Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Nekuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Nekuban. You make my life so beautiful. Open your eyes and let your word enter their heart. Let there be a bearing of fruit of honor in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going to be sharing a message which is very important. When you understand this message and you live by, you act on it, it will save you many hours of prayer, many hours of going to see people to pour, pour oil on you, and you know, many, many, many difficulties and challenges. What am I talking about? I'm talking about avoid the curse and attract the blessings i want to be teaching a series on blessings and curses and how they come amen what i'm teaching you i am giving you a lifetime legacy that you give to your children and your children's children amen and i believe that god has a blessing for us this word will bless you and it will lead to your children being blessed and your grandchildren being blessed generations after you as we apply them the Bible says that like a fleeting sparrow and like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. That means that a curse will alight only when there is a cause. You see, the birds fly around, but a bird only settles down when there is something to settle down on. When there is nothing to settle down on, they don't settle down. So it means that a curse settles down when there is something that is available for it to settle down on. So today we are going to be looking to the word of God that whatever allows this curse to settle down will remove it. And then in the same way too, blessings also don't come like that. Blessings also come by a cause. Amen? Now, to be cursed first means to have an unseen force that works against you. An unseen force that works against you. On the other hand, to be blessed means to be empowered to prosper through the help of God. Which one do you like? To have an unseen force to work against you or to be blessed? That means to have the help of God. To be empowered to prosper through the help of God. Now, both blessings and curses primarily come through words. Amen. And they also are precipitated on us or they settle on us through action. I want you to know that blessings and curses, they are real. Amen. Blessings and curses are real. Guess what? When people are going to get married and they come, two people say we love each other. They go to their parents and the parents, you know, say okay, or whatever. They say all those things. Then they come to church. And the pastor asks, do you take this person to be your legally wedded husband or wife? He say yes. And then the pastor lays his hands on them and speaks the blessing of children and the blessing of prosperity and the blessing of house and the blessing of this. Then you see this single bachelor who had nothing, all of a sudden you realize that he's becoming more handsome. All of a sudden things are changing his life. Then they get better accommodation. Then you realize that they get a piece of land. So you realize over a period of five years, ten years, you will see their status quo has changed. The change that has occurred is not because of their work. 
is because of a blessing and empowerment. And the source of the empowerment comes from God. Amen. But it is released to us through agents. Amen. So there can be agents of blessings and agents of curses. Just like when you're looking for a job, there are agencies. Is that not it? Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2 and 15. The source of blessings is obedience to God's way. The source of blessings is obedience to God's way. Now it shall come to pass, if you shall diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all His commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. Have you seen it? So... If you shall diligently, look at it again. Maybe, uh, let's take, I want, I, I'm not in a hurry. I want us to take our time. Let's read together. It shall come to pass, a basic set. If you hearken diligently, that means the Hebrew say, if you listen, listening, unto the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord your God will set you on high, above all nations of the earth. So you can see that it is, Hearing the voice of God and observing what God is saying is what catapults you unto blessing. That is what makes you be, to be set on high. I pray that to, today may you be set on high. Amen. Then he begins to talk about the blessing. Verse 2. That may you be blessed in the city. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if, it's a Ganesha clause, you hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God. Have you seen it? If, if. You listen to the voice of the Lord your God. Then verse 3 says, You shall be blessed in the city, and be blessed in the field, and you will be blessed in the village, and the fruit of your body will be blessed. And it goes on. Hallelujah. Okay, now let's look at the source of curse. And then we'll, we'll begin to enter into a few things. It shall come to pass, verse 15, If you will not hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon you and overtake you. So the curse will come upon you and overtake you means that it will go ahead of you. So it means that as you are walking, you go and bump into the curse. But on the other hand also, when you obey the word of God, it will come upon you and overtake you. So that now, as you are walking, you don't look for blessings, you bump into blessings. In fact, blessings lead you. That's why the psalm said, goodness and mercy shall accompany me all the days of my life. Can I have an amen? Okay, so now, when you look through this, you can see that blessings come by obedience to the word of God, and then curses come by disobedience to the word of God. Which means that knowing the word of God is very important for your future. Now let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 27, 15 to 25. And we are going to look at various types of curses. Hey, I started reading this, I said, Lord, help us. New King James. Cursed is the one, verse 14. And the Levite shall speak with a loud voice and say to all the men of Israel. Now let's read verse 15 together. Cursed is the one who makes a cup. You see, now we have already, we've learned about the fact that blessings come by obeying and curses come by disobeying. Is that right? Okay, so now he's talking about how the curses will come. Cursed is the one who makes a carved or molded image, an abomination to the Lord, the work of the hands of craftsmen, and sets it up in secret, and the people shall say, Amen. So it means that if you have something hiding under your pillow, something that you've been bowing to, something you have been using to pray, or you have been praying to, 
Are you getting me? Uh-huh. If you have um, an image you have been bowing to, he said, this thing helps us. Some people, they go and then they have gone for some rings. They say when they are going to have an accident, the ring will tighten them. And so to tell them that, hey, some have got talisman. In somebody's talisman, they are written in it, that will take care of this soul until you deliver him to hell. So some of the things you go for, supposedly for protection and for promotion, you don't know what it is. And God says that what? This scripture is in conformity with Exodus chapter 20, verse, the first commandment, you shall have no other gods besides me. So God says, I'm a jealous God. God is like a woman. He says, I don't want you to have any other person. Don't put anybody first ahead of me. Every wife wants to be proton. Number one, first in line, first in importance. Amen. Okay, verse number 16. Let's read together. We are looking at the next case. Cursed be he that sets light by his father or his mother. Do it in New King James. Let's read together. Cursed is the one who treats his father or his mother with contempt. Are you getting me? The one who treats your father. He said you are cursed though. I'm, I'm not saying this. This was said long before my father and my mother were born. They thought about even giving birth to me. So it's in the Bible. Okay. Cursed is the one who treats his father or his mother with contempt. Tell your friend, don't treat your father or mother with contempt. You know sometimes you can look at your father somewhere, your mother somewhere, you think about it somewhere, you don't know what kind of person is this. But be careful. Someone say careful. Yeah. Next verse. Verse 17. Cursed is the one who moves his neighbor's landmark. So when you are sharing bodies, then you move one inch, you move one foot, two feet, three feet, to try to steal a little of your neighbor's land. The land you are taking is a cursed land. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. When you take a little of your neighbor's money, if you take a little of something that belongs to somebody, curse is the one who moves his neighbor's landmark. So something that belongs to somebody that you take it or you steal it. Even when you steal somebody's affection, if you go and take or steal the affection of somebody's beloved, somebody's husband, somebody's wife, somebody's children, Somebody, whatever, whatever you take, somebody, look, I, I, it is there, written black and white. Verse number 18. Cast is the one who makes the blind to wander off the road. And all the people shall say, Amen. That means that, you see, there are people who are blind. Now, this are, refers to both physically blind and spiritually blind. There are people that you know that they are making mistakes and you help them to make their mistakes. You give them bad advice. Go and fight her. Go and fight him. Go and give it to him. That's what the Bible says. Curse is the one who makes the blind 
to wonder what. Oh no, Adia, And do you know that when ladies also fall in love, they get blind? So, when you are a friend and your friend is going to get into something that you know, Charlie, this is a dangerous thing. And because of what you gain from it, you push a person in. You are making the person wander off the road. And you see, if there's a road and the person wanders off the road, he's entering the bush. He's entering a pit. And that is why me, a lot of times, with all passion, I try to talk, try to counsel you, because I know the scripture. But sometimes when you are counseling or advising, they, they don't seem to see it. But after I've done it, I've done my part. It is up to you. Amen? So right now, as I'm preaching, I'm trying to avoid this case. Amen? Because it's not every time we say, God will do this, God will do this, God will do this, God will do this. No, no, no. You also have to know how to avoid some things. Let's read on. Next verse. Curse is the one who perverts the justice due the stranger, the fatherless and widow. That means that the one who diverts justice, the one who actually does things to attack the weak. You see, a stranger is a weak person. You see, when you travel, eh, then you find out that you are very weak. Because you don't know the system. So that you, know, you don't know where to pass. And people can dupe you. People can do anything to you. And the Bible says, Curse is the one who perverts the justice due the stranger, the fatherless and the widow. So he's talking about people in a weak status. Don't take advantage of the weak. Amen. It means that if your husband, you don't want to treat your wife. Amen. So I won't give you money. I won't give you this. I won't give you If your wife also... Don't maltreat your husband with sex. It's a preaching. One day, one woman told me, he said, Obeba be to me. Sanaju Obeba. Anaju Obeba. Na misu men show me power. Anaju Obeba. Or say, Messiah trousers. Nama sanche bako guso. Don't maltreat the weak. Amen. That is why it is not a good thing not to help children and young people and people who seem to be disadvantaged. You must help them. And when you help them, there is a blessing that you get. Amen. When you help them, there is a blessing. It's in Psalm 41. Let's look at it. Blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. Amen. Amen. So the poor is weak. <laughs> the Lord will deliver him in time of... May the Lord deliver you in time of trouble. Amen. So when we preach, as we are preaching to people, we are ministering to the poor. As you are giving your offering, as you are doing many things. And the Bible says in the verse number 2, The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. Oh, may the Lord keep you alive. Amen. So you see, I'm showing you this blessing, this, when you take care of the poor, this blessing comes upon you. That the Lord preserves you and keeps you alive. Why? So that you keep taking care of the poor. Because God is interested in them. Amen. When somebody is a house help, live nicely with the person. Amen? Don't give the person one type of food and you eat another type of food. He's also a human being. The only thing is that the person is there as a helper. That's what he helper. Help. So, don't kill the spirit of people who come around you. 
and let them feel like they are second-rated human beings. You never know the future of the person. You never know. Look, as you are walking up and down, eh? Me, that's why I like the young people. Oh. I go to them and laugh with them. Because these people, I can see greatness in them. And do you know that some of you, you have bad memories of some teachers. There are some of them, when you see them today, when you see them past here, you pass Eastern region. Because of the way they were shouting, the way they were doing things, you, you just don't want to. But there are some good teachers that you want to get close to. I once met a lecturer of mine. I was driving to Accra. So uh, somewhere, Teshinungwa is standing there. A whole doctor, something, something. By the roadside. And I stopped. And I said, please, are you doctor? He said, yes. I said, please, can you get on into my car? He said, why are you going? He said, and I got a child. I gave her a driver. I said, wherever she's going to drive her. Wherever she's going to drive her. Because she taught me. She put imparted something. I do remember the time when she was teaching me entomology. Amen. And showing me how to dissect insects. Dissect all kinds of things. Show me how to dissect. Tell your friend, don't forget. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive. And he shall be blessed upon the earth. So as you are taking care of the poor, you shall be blessed upon the earth. So every church work that you are doing, it is still taking care of the poor. And because of that, you shall be blessed upon the earth. So your blessings are not just in heaven, but on earth as well. <laughs> Hallelujah. So teachers, sometimes they say teachers, their blessings in heaven. And these days the teachers have been rebelling. They say, well, we're on earth. But truly, the teacher's blessing is not just only in heaven. It's on earth as well. Amen. All teachers receive your blessing on earth. Both in heaven and on earth. Amen. And parents too are teachers. So receive your blessing on he- in heaven and on earth. Yeah, parents. Yeah, teachers. Uh, teach them, look. Some of us, without our mothers and our fathers, wouldn't know how to cook nothing. How to bath. Even bathing. You know, we used to clean your stomach. When it's time to bath, you take the sponge. Because that is where the food goes to. You wash your stomach, then you wash your hair, hair. When they come and inspect, you see that part of your buttocks is all clean. Nothing is there. Dry. Water doesn't even fit there. White. You can see white. Soap on your stomach and soap on the face. That's all. Then your mother will come and say, Mama, you are not lift your leg up clean in between the toes what a blessing the Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he shall bless upon the earth that will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies so do you see how God protects you even by the fact that you are obeying the word of God in taking care of the poor the Lord makes sure that your enemies amongst them can die they will plot and plot, but when they plot, confusion is set up in their camp. At the time they want to execute it, the Lord turns it around. No wonder when they put Peter in prison. At the time that Herod and God, they thought they were going to come for him. God has sent an angel. May the Lord send an angel into your situation. I said, may the Lord send an angel into your case. Verse number 3. The Bible says, and the Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of his languishing. Hallelujah. That will make all his bed in his sickness. That means that the Lord will raise you up. May the Lord raise you up. Can I have an amen? Are you being blessed already? Deuteronomy chapter 27, 19. He said, curse is the one who perverts what? The justice. Tell your friend, from today, don't maltreat. 
a weak person. Amen. Don't maltreat a stranger. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer and your heart's desires. May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. Okay, verse number 20. Curse is the one who lies with his father's wife because he has uncovered his father's bed. You know, some guys are there. They like their father's young wife. Don't do that. What your father likes. So what actually this is saying is what your father likes, don't try to take over. Amen? Yeah. You see, there are some things that sometimes even sometimes there are people that the privileges that they are giving to their father, I say, I want the same. It is not right. Amen? It, it means you have a covetous spirit. Why didn't they do the same thing for me? Why did they do the same thing? One time, one pastor was there, I think a, a general was here somewhere. And then some of his associate pastors, when they also, because they collect his Bible and things, they're also expecting their Bibles to be collected. I said, Why do you, don't you have two hands? You see, there's nothing wrong. If but per protocol, they do that. But if they do a protocol for the senior pastor or the general overseer to collect these things, and you also want the same type of protocol, that what you mean is that I am like him. Or I want to be like him. And that's a Luciferian spirit. Are you getting me? The protocol they give to the president is not the same protocol they give to the minister. When they are having national function, don't you see the ministers sitting there? It's a president who is giving a special kind of something. Not because he's any wonderful person, but because of his position. But anybody who tries to say, treat me like the president, then I think another spirit has come in. Amen? In our offices, don't our CEOs have different offices? And, and what they give to them is very different from even the deputy CEO. You can see there's a vast difference. But the time of the deputy will also come. And the time of even the person who is a clerical officer, one day he will also rise up. Amen? Yeah. So don't, don't convert that thing. One day I went to do a seminar in a church. And then we're talking about honoring the man of God there and all those things and blessing him during his uh, birthdays and anniversaries and all those things. Then one guy stood up and said, but how about us, the church members? I said, I said, look at the foolish man. Don't you know that when you do something for your father, you honor your father, the grace trickles down. And people in your department, and a certain spirit is released. Listen, it is a blessing for your father to be blessed. It is, a, it is a blessing to you. Because that spirit of blessing is now available so that you get your portion. Don't you see that the children of lawyers easily become lawyers? Easily. Easily. If you want to go to a medical school, send an interview. If your father is not a doctor, it is very difficult. But if your father is a doctor... It is easier. It's easier. And it is also easy if your, your father is a pastor. To become a pastor. Because the spirit is available. Don't you know company that says something in Sons? Johnson and Sons. 
to her Igbo and Sans. There's something in Sans or daughters. Are you getting me? It means that what your father has, what your father has, it's already available to you. So you must rather pray that it is well. If your father has the ability to travel, the grace for traveling is available. It's available. Amen. Cast is the one who lies with any kind of animal. You know, some people like they, they sleep with dogs. Oh yeah, they sleep with dogs. They sleep with all kinds of animal. Is there? Cast is the one who lies with his sister, the daughter of his father, or the daughter of his mother. This is inbreeding. It's not a good thing. But people do it. Verse twenty. The next one. Cast is the one who lies with his mother-in-law. The wife is not enough. Is adding the mother in a day. Then the mother-in-law must be very wonderful. The splendor of the king. Oh, what a word. This has been Reverend Jonathan Ekuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Ekuban on 026-3316-457. That is 026-3316-457. Stay tuned. Same time next week. My hope is We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask for your forgiveness. I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible believe in church and join or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service, 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. And prayer and miracle service every Friday at 6.30 p.m. You will find us at the Zoe Temple on the Bachona Dogona Road off the Spintex Road at Bajona Ecobank Junction. You can always call 0242-784-424 or 0244-216-084. Email revjekuban at salsi.org. Revjekuban is spelled R-E-V-J-E-K-U-B-A-N. Salsi, S-O-L-C-I. That is revjekuban at salsi.org. Visit our website www.salsi.org. Greater, greater.